Hello, everyone. I am Jenna O'Driscoll, and I am here very excited to be interviewing Mr. Brian Langley. He is 2007 Michigan Milken Award winner. Hi, Brian. Hello, Jenna. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am good as well. Thanks for good. having me on. Absolutely. Um, so, Brian, why don't we just start out with a little intro to who you are. Tell us about Brian Langley. All right. Sure. Well, um, I'm a teacher, and I think I might as well tell my story about how I came to be a teacher. So I went to Michigan State University thinking that I would be a dentist, and um, I started at MSU and um, was taking those heavy science classes and doing my diligence about observing uh, dentists in action. And um, at some point, pretty late, actually in the game um, I started to realize like maybe junior senior year that dentistry is like construction um, in a very small area looking in a mirror and when I started to realize like my uncle was a dentist and so kind of the plan was to follow in his footsteps and he has a passion for for doing that kind of work but the dexterity and the working with your hands like that was really not, I realized was that wasn't really what I wanted to go into at all. And at the time, I was um, a resident assistant in the dorms at MSU, and I really enjoyed the mentoring aspect of it. And so I, you know, I just decided that I, I wanted to go into teaching. And so I switched, my, I switched from, from going to dentistry to going into teaching, and uh, I really haven't looked back since. It was a great decision for me. Uh, so it ended up being a good fit. That is awesome. So um, what happened then? Like, as far as education goes, what was your yeah, story? Good question. So you had all these credits for dentistry, yeah, so that's... Then, what, then what happened? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I mean, I remember the day. And I went to my counselor and I changed my major and well, I changed my direction because um, what I ended up doing was because I had so many science credits, I, I kind of had to decide, okay, I wanted to be a teacher. So then what was I going to teach? And I really, I'm the kind of person that I kind of get excited about learning just about everything. So I could have been happy as an English teacher or a history teacher. Um, but I had so much science background that I went that path. And so I had a chemistry major and a physics minor as I then uh, went into getting my, my teaching credits. And so that's, that's how I made that decision. Um, but I remember that day with the counselor changing to education and then going to Barnes & Noble on Grand River and looking at the teaching section and pulling out a history of of uh, of of education reform and just being so happy about it like that was that was my passion and you know I wanted I wanted to be I wanted to have a career that did two things number one I wanted to try to have a positive impact on students and number two I wanted to try and take my stab at some of the some of the the, the challenges of of teaching and trying to figure out and, and you know, help our profession um, find some of those answers. 
So I've been driven for those two things ever since. That is awesome. So, Brian, you told us a little bit about how you got here today. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about you today. So where are right. you? Yeah. What is your what is a typical day in the life of Brian look like? All right. So I'll fill in a little bit more of the gap, too. So, okay. um, you know, I, 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 I went into education at MSU. Um, at MSU at the time, there was a year-long internship. And so, I don't know, did it take me five years of college, six years? Of, I don't really remember anymore. But in 2000, um, I got my job at, at Novi, the Novi Community School District. And, I mean, it was just like the luckiest um, moment of my life, maybe, outside of uh, meeting my wife or something. Because uh, this district has just been such a nurturing um, environment for me. And um, I've had just a, a charmed career. And so I've been at Novi ever since. And I started there as a chemistry teacher. Um, but, you know, I had my eye on physics. And uh, within the first couple of years, I've been teaching now for 23 years, so I forget how many it was. But at some point there, I, there was an opportunity to switch over to physics. And maybe for the last 20 years, I've been a physics teacher and just loving life. Okay, so what does my classroom look like today? Or, or what, what, is, what is a day in the life? Um, so 23 years later, I'm still very passionate about this. I'm still um, trying to figure out these challenges and the, you know, trying to solve the education puzzle. Um, everybody's always seems to be working on something in education. Uh, but early in my career, um, I, I had the benefit of being on a block schedule that changed every semester you got brand new students so like chemistry at the time when I was first started was just a semester class you taught the whole year in a semester we kids would only take four classes at a time but then they'd get a whole new four second semester and that was I don't know that that was an ideal um, learning environment now that I understand how important it is to revisit things but for me personally as a teacher it was an amazing environment for me to grow because I could reinvent myself every semester and learn from that previous semester and make some big changes. And so, it, you know, that first year was a very significant moment in my career. I took, I remember heading out to, to Florida for the holiday break uh, in December. I had a couple books that I was reading. Uh, and I was thinking about how I wanted to, to change my classroom. I just wasn't satisfied with the teacher that I was that first semester. And I, I trying to find a way to have students like reach higher expectations and to give more in their class. And so um, I had already tried to build like a learning environment, and I had a student help me coin the term learning with Langley as kind of like the name of our family uh, of, of my of my groups of students um, but but now I wanted a motto and so I don't know I was thinking about it a little bit and um, you know chemistry and physics can be challenging classes for students and I wanted them to try and embrace that challenge so starting second semester of that year I revamped my grading procedures um, I, something that I've been tinkering with ever since um, but I tried to drive home this message to my students that I didn't want them to, to just take the class. I wanted them to dominate it. And so the, mo- the motto became dominate chemistry. Like, yes, chemistry's tough, but you're tougher. And um, the kids bought in. And really that 
that that that change there between first and second semester really set the trajectory for the rest of my career and i've been kind of writing it ever since but within within like a few months of the motto dominate chemistry because um, i also taught a, a, another science class at the time we just kind of um decided as a group that we were just going to say just dominate life like make the most of all your opportunities and and that became a slogan that students ended up putting onto t-shirts and uh, and then I started then then saying, all right, well, let's start, um, you know, we'll use this as our motto. And we've been putting it on class um, clothing ever since. It's not some, something I make any money off of, but it's something that students have the option to pick up a, a hoodie or a T-shirt or something and um, and and spread the message to, to dominate life. We have, we have a board up in our room. It's Domination Across the Nations, where kids take pictures in their Dominate Life shirts across the world and send them back to me, and I put them up on this board. So it's, this, this is the kind of thing that has driven, driven my career. That is awesome. I love it. I love all of it. Learning with Langley. Dominate Thanks. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fortunate that ended up being a good name that could stick for 20 years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had a son and his name is Dominic and my dad calls him mm. the dominator. So I'm going to need one of your t-shirts. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Yes. Oh boy. All right. So, um, moving on a little bit, mm -hmm. we talked about how you went to Barnes and Noble and you started looking up mm -hmm. education reform and it's right. a passion to, you know, look at these challenges. So, um, what are some, what are some things that really stick out to you or some ideas that you have around education reform? So, yeah, around, I guess when um, I received the Milken Award in 2007, 2008, uh, I thought about going and getting my PhD. And I actually, um, you know, went back to MSU and took my first class. But at that same time, um, I had just had twins. And my family, actually, we had three kids, two and under. And so we had a lot going on. And I realized, like, I cannot dedicate time to this doctorate and be teaching and be the father that I want to be. There's just not enough time to be able to do all this. And so I kind of set that, that idea aside. But, I don't know, there's this scene in, like, Goodwill Hunting when uh, Will talks about, you know, getting your education at Harvard versus getting it from the library. And I kind of decided, I'm just going to try and do that. And I, I started reading uh, books on education like crazy. A lot of it from the library, but I, I've also gotten kind of a big co collection here at home, too. And um, for a while there, I was deeply devoted to learning as much as I could about like what were the big factors inside of a school that would drive learning and what were some of the answers to some of these big questions like that and I came across the same thing that like I think it's pretty well known that like a teacher is a is a very important part and the quality of the teacher is a very important part of of uh, of the learning that goes on in the school um, but correct, but curriculum matters a lot too, and then, but then, and also outside factors matter a lot. And and really, you know, the one thing I came to appreciate is that education is extremely complicated, 
And there is no one single answer at all. Um, but I felt like that, you know, I dug into PISA data and everything, and I felt like that gave me a better understanding of the world outside my classroom. But then in 2014, I read the book Make It Stick. And um, it is, it's a book that um, I highly recommend if, you ha- if anybody out listening has not read this. It's a summary of the cognitive science of how we learn. And really since that moment, I have been driven towards learning as much as I can about, um, about the way that humans learn and the way that we can use how we understand that to uh, be more efficient, to be more effective inside the classroom. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, all right. Final question. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> all right. Um, so for somebody who is in their beginning years of college that are just dipping their toe in and thinking about going into education, what would you tell them? What advice would you give? So I think that I would let them know that it's okay to ask for help. Like there are people, first of all, teaching is way harder than most people realize. Uh, And it is very complicated. And it is okay when you start off that you are going to feel overwhelmed and you are going to not have answers. And it is okay to seek out help from a mentor or from a neighbor and to, to rely on others and their experience to help you out. Um, but I'd also say this, that to me, one thing that helped me early in my career was to think about the classroom that I wanted to provide. And what I wanted to try and do is there are teachers that really instill joy in their classroom. And their classroom is a joyous place. And we need those kind of teachers. And we, we need teachers where the kids want to come back. I remember the first day that, um, that I sent my oldest to kindergarten. And I just wanted them to be loved by their teacher and want to come back. Because it's going to be a long road. And so that's a really good goal. Um, but at the same time, like our job is to teach the students and we need to be dedicated to their learning. And so the second thing I would say is try and maximize both the joy in your classroom and the learning and continue to think about those two aspects. And how can you continue to move your classroom so that you're trying to do both of those things? Because it's, it is a, I, I, I'm making the situation even worse for this new teacher. But, <laughs> but trying to achieve that is like the, I, I, I consider that to be like the ultimate type of classroom that you would want to build. Definitely, definitely agree. 
Well, thank you so much for your time and taking us into your past and present and even some advice for our young futures pre uh, future. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add, Brian? No, just, um, you know, I, I guess this is, this is going out to the Milken Network, um, at least at first. And I would just like to say how much I appreciate the, the entire family there. You know, the, from the, the, the Milken Family Foundation to um, the different people that I've been able to work with to our Michigan Network. Like, this, is, this has been an awesome experience. It has allowed me to make connections across the country. It has enriched my career. And I am so grateful um, for all the opportunities and for being included in this just unbelievable group. Absolutely. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brian. It was nice interviewing with you. Thank you, Jenna.